0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. My name is Carl. And I'm Holly. I'd like to welcome you to another bonus episode of Colts Coffee and Conversation. But before we get into it, we've got to do our disclaimer. This is for entertainment purposes only. This is based on our opinions and our opinions only. If you don't like it, you ain't got to listen to it. Okay? Okay. Uh, Before we also get into our Colts, we must talk about our coffee. Oh,
1: wow. Yes.
0: Holly, what are you drinking today?
1: I'm going to go with a um, cold foam.
0: Cold foam, cold brew? Yes. I just want straight iced coffee. I was boring today. I was cold brew. (laughs) Mm. It's still warm. All righty. So before we get into our bonus features or bonus episode of our last podcast, we hope you enjoyed it. Nice little curveball there by yours truly. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it. But let us know how you liked it on our Facebook page at Colts Coffee and Conversation, our Instagram at Colts Coffee Convo, and then our Twitter at Colts Coffee Con One. That's Colts Coffee Con One, and of course our luxurious and glorious email, Colts Coffee Convo at gmail.com. And, and our
1: audio, of course, you our just audio. Record an audio for us on your iPhone or your Samsung, and any other kind of phone you might have, and send it off to Colts Coffee convo at gmail.com
0: that's right okay so are you ready to get into it into yeah, our what is
1: this bonus one about we didn't tell him yet
0: as we did not we are going to kind of actually break down we're going to kind of get comfortable lean back we're going to discuss the actual true power of what star Trek 5 can actually relate to today
1: as far as cults go as right far,
0: as far as cults go because we did have you know, that was now let's first of all break it out. Was it a cult?
1: Yes. I, w- I believe it was a cult, and there's certain signs. Oh, my goodness. Carl, you are just doing all kinds of uh, aerobics with these uh, mic stands. Are you comfortable?
0: Very. Okay,
1: <laughs> let's get to it. Yes. So, yes, I believe it was a cult because it had some uh, s- definite signs of it. Mm-hmm. So the first sign I saw was cy- Cybok. Yes. Okay. He, you know, opens the movie up with yes, he does. a presence uh, on a horse. On a in. white horse. Mm-hmm. And he is coming. That's like a symbolic of a savior. Yes. Okay. And he's coming uh, coming from, uh, I think it looks like a sunset or a sunrise, not sure which. Yes. Okay. A beginning or an ending. Yes. Could be symbolic. True. And a purpose poor person was out there with some holes that had a little steam coming out. Yeah,
0: he was digging holes and and he said he was going to shoot him. And he said that you would shoot me for a field full of holes, and he goes, that's all I have.
1: Yeah, and the gun that he had wasn't a real gun. It was sort of a made-up, kind of slingshotty with rocks kind of gun.
0: Yes, because this is happening on a planet called Nimbus 3. Yes. Now, Nimbus 3 was the planet of intergalactic peace. mm mm-hmm. um, And, of course, the capital of Nimbus 3 is called Paradise City.
1: Yes, and they did not allow any weapons.
0: They banned the weapons. That is correct. So... We're going kind of through all this because this is where, you know, just in the Star Trek genre, if you want to say, where yes. everything was kind of like in limbo. Well, because yeah,
1: we're just talking about their their. Uh...
0: Well, this was after Spock comes home. Yes, the Voyage Home. This mm-hmm. is where they could do the time travel. They ended up dropping off the whales and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Funny movie. It's actually more. It was that was kind of more of a comedian style. I liked it. You enjoyed it, mm-hmm. yeah, because they showed old San Francisco. Yeah, it was you great. You know, it was re- it was really entertaining. This one here was like, okay, wh- how are we going to transition this? Yes. Because at this time, you still had Star Trek The Next Generation on television. Yes. So you had kind of like this, okay, how are we going to, we need to come out with another Star Trek. Yes. Okay, because they have to find a bridge, I guess, to build. But anyway, um, this is where it talks about them and their more personal lives. Yes. Like, for example, you know, um, after they show the scene with Cybok and with the, the gentleman digging the holes and uh, there, next thing you know, there they goes to, you know, the dun, 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 you know, the normal intro. Yes. And then what happens? There's Captain Kirk climbing a mountain, El well, Capitan. What
1: is, yes, in Yosemite National that,
0: Yosemite Park. Yosemite National Park, that's great. Okay, correct.
1: and there's some, uh, you know, they have Spock, Dr. McCoy, and... Um, And Captain Kirk yes and it goes through some things we won't go you know blow by blow no but generally it just showed the friendship it showed you know how they stuck together they didn't really have families they had themselves as their family
0: it was a little bit of a depressing scene but yes
1: yes but, um, you know, when there was a talk of you know, Dr. McCoy says, "Why do you risk your life for something that's <laughs> not important? You
0: really piss me off yes, and you
1: know and and of course, Captain Kirk always says, "Well, I know when I die, I will not die alone or no, no I, I i will I will die alone." And as long as I have people Uh, like you two with me, I knew I would never die. Yes. So he he was confident in that. Then they get called on this emergency. They get
0: called on this emergency. Because
1: Cybok, in the meantime, was at Nimbus 3. Yeah.
0: Well, no. We kind of went a little forward to it. Um, What happened was is that a new representative of the Romulans, you know, that was the female... She ends up coming in talking about, oh my gosh, I'm just in time because our government decided to do, you know, this was the dream planet, yes. right? And basically, uh, they, this is where you get the backdrop of, uh, we got suckered into this just as much as anybody else did. The the, de- the dream died a quick death and all that kind of stuff, and the only people that we 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 brought here were the dredges of the galaxy.
1: Right, so this dream planet, Nimbus 3, she just arrived, right? Yeah, she
0: just arrived.
1: And it was terrible.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah it's it's basically... The middle, uh, it's a desert planet.
1: Okay. And so she came in, uh, there was a Romulan uh, representative. She's
0: a Romulan representative. There's General Court who's from uh, the uh, Klingons. And then, of course, I forgot the... the.
1: It's from Starfleet. From some Starfleet, yeah. Mm-hmm. I
0: forgot what they what they call it. But, yeah, so they were just basically discussing, and sure, during the conversation, guess what? Here comes the army of... The Galactic, the galactic Army. Of of the Galactic Army of Light... Yeah, they they, they come, and they ended up just quickly taking over the place because we just find out just shortly before they take over that they ban weapons from the planet, but they makeshift their own. They started fighting amongst each other. So you have uh, 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 a world of chaos.
1: Okay, so in this chaos,
0: there's Cyborg, Cyborg, mm -hmm. and he's able to do quick pickings of getting people who he can control.
1: Yes, and he takes their pain away. Yeah, he
0: takes their pain away. I mean, there so is. So he does a, there, give them something. He does give them something, yeah, he yeah, takes the pain away. But most of these away.
1: people are very desperate.
0: Yes, very desperate, and and we forgot to mention in the scene that when he takes his hood off talking to the guy who's doing the holes, he's shocked that he's a Vulcan. Oh, Because yeah. Vulcans are logic-based. Yes. Okay, and then, of course, at this time, when you're watching this movie, if you've never seen it before, you're tripping out because, oh, my gosh, a Vulcan. The only Vulcan you really know is Sarek, who is... Spock's, if you're a Star yeah, Trek fan, yeah, you Spock's know, Sarah, yes, Spock's father is very, yes, it's all logical, you know, and then same with Spock, you know, mm-hmm, that's true, and then you got this dude, he's like, whoa, this guy has, like, he smiles, you know, they never smile, yes, this one smiles, you know, and shows teeth, so, you know, he, he's in that perfect position to, to sell a utopian feeling, and a, a sense of community, uh, in just a world full of just chaos,
1: and he does have a mission.
0: He does have a mission. You know And most cults do
1: have that mission. They right? do
0: have that mission, that is correct. And of course they come up with the plan. They end up taking you know they end up taking the hostages and of course they say that we're on a worthless lump of rock. There's this is worthless. You're wasting your time. And of course he mentions the most important part, but this is the only lump of rock that has you three on it. Yes. So of course this they knew it was perfect. It was perfect plan. And of course, well, they they, then they, they, they contact they, they, Starfleet. They contact Starfleet with the whole, you know, hostages, hostages. and of course, this is where we where I just realized, oh my gosh, are her and Scotty are an item. Okay, didn't know that, but you know, <laughs> oh lassie, oh you're the best. You know, opening up the space food, but you know, I, I didn't even know that, but I'm like, oh, it's kind of a cute couple. But um, you know, you, you this kind of gets a little humorous, but of course, the ship, of course, is not working. You know, it has right, a great engine. But everything else is falling apart. Right,
1: because they had to retrofit. It was a brand new one, but it wasn't quite up to snuff. They had mm. a junior kids on the They had a a less than a skeleton crew, yeah. And then they had called everyone back from shore leave, which meant from Yosemite Valley and everyone else. Yes, that is correct. So they're rushing off to... They're rushing
0: off to go to the... Hostages. The Nimbus 3. So, yes, so they ended up going over there. And, of course, the... It's not like you can just do a little transporter thing like you see in the movies. You know, just get a location and lift them. No, it doesn't work. No, because the transporter doesn't work. Exactly. Transporter doesn't work. So they have to do it old school. Get in a shuttle, <laughs> fly down, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, and do the whole thing. And, of course, they, they ended up, you know, raiding the place and all that kind of stuff. And then they realized that Cybok is, you know, it's Cybok. And, of course, you know.
1: Well, he takes over. Somehow he does he's, um, overpower well,
0: the away team. He overpowers the away team. Which is uh, captures Captain Kirk, and, and then of course yeah. what happens is he ends up turning Sulu into one of his followers
1: Well now yeah, let's talk about that. So he um, they they overtake the away team. They go back to the Enterprise That's right? correct.
0: And he ends up Basically uh, turning a as well. Yes. And of course Scotty's too busy fixing stuff. He just doesn't care No, he
1: wasn't even. he around. wasn't even
0: around um, and then that's how he were able to actually take over the ship. And the only three that weren't buying any of this was Spock, Dr. McCoy, and, of course, Captain Kirk. Yes. So they get thrown in the brig. And this is where you get some more personal information about these characters. Is that, of course, he said, you told me to kill your... He's like, I told you to kill him. Because, because there
1: was an opportunity. There was an, a an, scene, opportunity, yeah. an opportunity
0: to where he would kill Sybok, but Spock didn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Spock did not kill Sybok, and he had a gun literally pressed into his chest. Shoot him, you know, kind of thing, and no, he didn't do it. And of course, Captain Kirk is upset, and then that's where he finds out. He's like, "Oh, you told me not just to kill Cybok, you told me to kill my brother. Look, just because he's a fellow Vulcan doesn't mean he's like no. He's also a son of Sarek." And then, of course, my favorite line: "You made it up." (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. Yes, you did. (laughs) But he's like, "No, he's a son of Sarek." I don't. You're right. I don't have a brother. I have a half brother. So it's like, okay. okay. And of course, I need to sit down. You know, and then, of course, you know, they escape. Long story short, Cybot gets on the thing and starts talking about He has a beautiful speech about, you know, everyone calls it a different thing. Shaka Rees is the place we're heading to because we're looking for, uh, uh,
1: Kind of like a heaven, like a
0: heaven or a god, basically looking for God. Yeah. But everyone has like a Eden, someone's called the you know, Eden, Vortavor, and I can't say what the Klingon says, like Kukah or something like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, and it's like, and but it's a place called the Great Barrier. And after the speech is going, you get it goes back to say, like, well, the Great Barrier, we've sent probes in, ships in, never returned. Like, it's basically like their version of the Bermuda Triangle, hence, I brought up the Bermuda Triangle, yes. So... They go in there, and for some reason, guess what? There, here it comes you can't have you can't have a good Star Trek move without the Klingons, right? Of course, there's this one uh, rogue Klingon commander who's shooting space trash, and of course, one of the things he shoots is uh, <laughs> what was it? It was a uh, uh, Voyager. Oh, was it? It was a Voyager two or yeah. something like that. Remember that
1: was the very first movie that they v- had. is horrible,
0: but. Um, you know, he's shooting space trash. He's pissed off. Then he finds out about, oh, my gosh, Klingon, you know, high councils and wants someone to go over there and, you know, figure out what the heck's going on. in then three, of course. He's like, I'll do it. He's all Enterprise. Oh, it's Kirk's ship. He's trying to be a legend. So let's go get Kirk. Yeah. You know. Yes, go ahead.
1: Oh, I just wanted to say, is it interesting that they got this guy shooting sp- space trash? Right. And then they they get the Enterprise that isn't even, you know, um, sea, not seaworthy, but space-worthy. Right. Okay. And it's kind of like all these are afterthoughts of, you know, just go rescue these people.
0: Yeah. I mean, some people don't like it because it's just an easy plot to follow. But it's, it's, I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. But there is one thing that I wanted to talk about hmm. getting more personal with who these people are the that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, is when they're in like an observation deck. And they had um, mm. Dr. McCoy. They had um, Spock and... Um, I know what Pet scene you're talking Kurt. about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's after they go through the barrier.
1: Is it after the barrier? Yes. I thought it was during it. No. Oh.
0: It was after they went to the barrier, and now they're f- they're at Shockery is what, what Saibok calls it, and they're actually in an observation deck going, hmm, you know, like, and then his head, they, they turn to the plaque that's on the wheel to boldly go where no man's gone before. Yes, oh, I see. That's yes, really that's dead. where he kind of, he's like all, oh, so he goes, I guess life is but a dream. And that was brought up because rewind back to when they were in around the campfire in Yosemite Yosemite they were singing row 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 your boat
1: gently down the stream merrily
0: merrily merrily life is but a dream and there's Spock trying to figure out life is not a dream Mm -hmm. but then you know things you know it has a little banter to kind of make a connection but anyway they go there and of course here comes Cybok he comes in and this is where you get the the true sense of what he does Okay. Yes. Oh, how he, he releases how pain. he releases the pain. It gets into detail, and this is where we get more personal with the characters, which was really interesting, very interesting. So, of course, he goes to McCoy, and he's like, "Oh, I sense your pain. Share your pain with me."
1: Yeah, he his is deep.
0: Oh, Ooh. super deep. He basically shut the life. Uh, was it the uh, life? Ah, uh, the life. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but when
1: life support, life
0: support. He turns out the life support of his father. Because he had a disease, he couldn't find a cure. Two weeks later, he finds a cure.
1: Yeah, but the point was his father was in so much pain, his father asked him, please release me, please release me. Yes, and he did not want to, but he did it.
0: And then two weeks later, he found a cure, and he's been holding on to that guilt. Yes. So he's been holding on to that guilt, and, of course, he's like, he, you know, he's like, oh, my God. Like, you know, he, like, it was lifted. He's like, oh, yes, that's the first step. The next step we take together, right? He's just with them. He, yes. I mean, you can feel Cybok. Well,
1: because Cybok was able to somehow Channel. show show a picture of the scene and to relive it. Kind yes. of like uh, when you go into the Pensieve in Harry Potter. You know, you go in, you see what's going on, and you see, like, the past. Okay? Right. Okay? Yes. And so that's what—it was kind of like that where they were looking at this scene. Right. And then he had that pain. He shared the pain. And then he was able to release it.
0: Yes. And then, of course, we go to Spock. And, of course, he, and of course there's Spock, Mr. No Emotion. I believe we're we're witnessing my birth. Yes. Right? It was his mother it's having, his mother having him, him, him. And, of course, his dad goes, hmm, so human. And, of course, you, if, when he says that, you know that Spock's always trying to not be, be human, human mm-hmm. because of his father and his, I won't say disdain. For the fact he's not 100% Vulcan?
1: Right, because his mother was uh, an Earthling.
0: A, it was a human. So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, dude, you're the one who hooked up with a human. I'm just saying. But anyway, no here, no there. But, you know, that's what he says. And then, of course, Captain Kirk's turn, right?
1: Oh, I love this part. Oh, of course.
0: <laughs> it's just like, you just know Kirk. You're like, that's right, my dude. Pure, just male machismo. He's like, what? You want me to show me the mistakes that I've made in my life? The regret? When I... When I Turned left when it should have turned right mm. I, I don't want to release my pain. I need my pain right it's It just,
1: makes me who I am. makes me who
0: I am. Yes, exactly. so he mean he, he made a really good thing. I'm like on of course, I'm like all the time I need
1: my pain. Well, yeah. that's true. I mean that kind of statement has helped. Me and in a, in, in a you know it's a good statement.
0: It's a great statement. It's it hits home. Yeah, it, it does. hits home for everybody. It's like yeah. I mean the way he, the way he said it, it's like yeah. dude, what do you, you sit here and walk around like a zombie. Like oh I have no pain. No pain he, makes us
1: right. And also I believe that see Captain Kirk was even more. Um, uns, uh, he wasn't duped. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: he wasn't. He wasn't. You know, drinking the beverages
1: yes okay
0: you know but you know of course he, he sees it okay well now they go up to the
1: well there was an alarm that came off and they had to go to the deck up up to the um command center right
0: so they're there and it's like well what are we going to do oh well, it's because they found a, an energy life source yes. coming from the planet yeah so he's like so okay so i'm like what's the plan you know since you're running the ship practically because yes. you took it over of course he's like no it's your ship i'm proved my point he's like okay well let's go do it Of course, everybody wants to go and he's like nope McCoy, you, and uh, Spock, Spock and Cyborg, we're going. Nobody else is, okay? And, of course, they take the shuttle, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, they land. They open it up, and, of course, Cyborg's like, he's beautiful. It's like, dude, it's got a pink aura. It's like a vanilla sky, rock, and desert. Yeah, it didn't look
1: beautiful to me. No,
0: but he's just, you know, there's always beauty in the desert. Well, Mm. that could be. Could be true, but, mm, okay. So... Of course, they're hunting around and they're looking everywhere. And of oh, course, you know what though? Yes. If
1: you talk about uh, symbolic, a yes. lot of um, you know the biblical symbols are when you go to the desert, you find God.
0: That's true. That is true. Yeah. So they kind of kind of plotted that in because mm-hmm. even in, when you're first time watching this, you're just like, well, they're actually gonna do something. I like know, I you're really so. like oh, no way. They're actually bringing God into this. Uh-huh. This is crazy. But then they do reference to God. Yes, they do a lot. Kirk does a lot and he's just like oh okay so anyway to make a long story short you know he there you see they give a good five minute scene of them just looking everywhere and they can't find nothing and of course you see kind of like Kirk going okay yeah
1: just as he's starting to doubt right yeah
0: the doubts there and of course they're like, we've traveled far we travel
1: far. Oh, we yeah. We travel
0: far. You know, it echoes through the whole place. And, of course, there's Spock. uh, Cyborg. Uh, yeah. and next you know, Earth. And, of course, there's Kirk, uh, Kirk here. Uh, <laughs> here's the situation. You know, kind of thing. And, of course, the earthquake happens. An earthquake did happen uh, in the movie. And everything starts to, you know, th- rock started coming from the ground, kind of to guide them to where they needed to go.
1: You felt it was guidance. I felt like it was uh, to entrap them.
0: See, so yeah, I thought it was guidance.
1: Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. I felt like they were being, you know, okay, now I've got you.
0: Right. Well, I mean, you could have fit through between the rocks. That's I don't why. think so. I saw I was like, you can fit through no, that stuff. No. But yeah. anyway. Well, anyway, so, yeah, so, yeah. so There's a path big, that was built. And to, it was very dark. it was dark. You notice it was very uh-huh. dark. So, next thing you know, of course, they start walking down the path. The, the path. And, of course, you know, a little like, you know, like, sounds like a whale sound. Oh, okay. You know, and then of course, then of course there's things starts popping up and then and then this 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 thing appears, this big old light beam. Okay. Right?
1: So that was like an energy source. An energy source. Mm-hmm. And
0: of course, you know, he's like, "Are you God?" He's like, oh, "I have many faces, so you see a lot of deities coming, you know, uh, I think one was like the Greek interpretation, another one was an Asian interpretation. And they're all like faces. They're all right? faces. Yeah, they're all faces of statues that we. I mean, we go okay. That's from Greece. That's from. It's very distinctive, but it's all the other gods. Okay. That people, you know, the deities that's, that people worship. Uh-huh. So of course, then he pulls up. Guess what? It looks like Moses. You know.
1: Does this uh, is this something that Does you're more comfortable with? Yeah. yeah, something like suits that. Suits
0: you better. You know, the face that suits you better. And, of course, Cybox like, oh, my gosh, no way. I was totally right, dude. Check that out. And, of course, you see Captain Kirk like, holy crap, he was right. You know, <laughs> it's just that, of course, there's Bones, Mr. Doubter himself. Oh, like, he's a big time. And his eyes are about as big as saucers. So he's just like, holy smokes. And, of course, but he he's buying, he's totally buying. It. Of course. Cause, cause but he's McCoy's, already been released as yes, pain. Yeah, and McCoy is very, uh, um, he's gullible anyway. Yes, he is. So, anyway, so, of course, you know we've, how did you come here? You know, it's like, oh, we had a starship. Oh. It come from the kind of distance. Can, and, yeah. And through the Great Barrier. group passed the Great Barrier. And they like, say, oh, what did you use? A starship. And it's like, oh, well, can, can it hold my power so I can bring it close so I can mind with it? And, of course, Kirk's like, wait a minute. What does God need with a starship, right? And, of course, there's McCoy. Jim, what are you doing? I'm asking a question. What does God <laughs> need to do with a starship? So you don't ask the Almighty for his ID. <laughs> <This is> like, <laughs> and I'm like, good point. Well, you kind of do, no.
1: though, because they did in the Old Testament.
0: Yes, they did. But, you know, it's just one of those things to where. Well, it was a funny you No, know, No, it is funny, but it is funny because, you know, McCoy is one of those. I mean, it, it's it's you got the rational Spock who's sitting there kind of trying to digest. Yes. This you got Captain Kirk, who doubts everything. And then you got McCoy, who's like, okay, you know what, I'm seeing this.
1: Yes, I see what I... I I'm believe what I see. He, he's
0: an emotional guy. Yes, he is. So, of course, he's asking the question. He's like, do you doubt me? I'm like, oh, yeah. Why do you need a starship? And then, of course, lightnings come out of his eyes. And that sends Kirk flying back. McCoy's freaking out. And then, of course, Spock, Mr. Perfect Timing... You still haven't answered his question. Of course, you think he's going back and checking on Kirk. No, he wants to know the answer. You still haven't question. Why did you guy need a starship and nails? nail Spock. Okay. And of course, there's McCoy. What the heck's going on? And then of course, Cyborg. The the, the everything's starting to make sense. Going. Why are you doing this to my friends? Yeah. Why 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 are you using this?
1: Yes, because he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, of course. Then then the plot thickens to where I planted this in your head. Oh boy. So everything that 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 he's been preaching this whole time is basically a lie yes it's a full-blown lie and then of course he and of course the deity goes to mccoy do you doubt me he's like i doubt any god he uses violence to 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 uh prove a point okay which is okay it's legit because he's thinking god as you know he doesn't harm for for the heck of it right he would yes. there's a purpose exactly you know but he's just saying oh you when... want to know why i want a starship bloom yeah, who the hell do you think you are? Kind of attitude. Yeah,
1: because even when Moses questioned God, he didn't do that to him.
0: No, no. he just like, hey Holmes, check it no, out. You know, you know, yeah, I you know, you know you know what I mean. He yeah. didn't say Holmes, but you never know. Anyway, so you know, it goes on, and that's where he he realizes that when Spock says, "This is not the God of Shakari, this is not what you think it is. Then he, that's when he's saying it, and he's realizing, oh my gosh, logic. I should have just...
1: So Cybok is really So Sob-
0: I just realized that he does the little hand gesture of friendship and something to okay. Cybok. Is mm-hmm. it an apology? And he says him, forgive me, oh, brother, f- forgive me. F-
1: to, to Spock, To right? Spock, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the energy because he was saying, this. how does this face? I like this face. It suits me well. And all it is is a mirror image of Cybok.
1: Oh yeah, then he was really shocked because then he realized how arrogant he was. Cyborg was arrogant to think and vanity, and the vanity, vanity that he he made himself God.
0: Yeah, he did. So, so that's when you he just reflected. He back. just reflected it back to him, and in, that's when he dive in there. And it's where you see the struggle, and they're running. And of course, all you see is explosions. So you know Cyborg's dead.
1: Yeah, but Cyborg said something like, "I see that." I see you have pain, pain yes. like that. Yes, he's exactly. like, "Exactly. Like okay, share it with me. Share
0: share your pain with me." and we will grow strength in the sharing yes i love that yes statement. <laughs> <laughs> so of course you see them they tussle and stuff and of course the explosions but sorry guys spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, the when the movie come out Ninety- 1989 89 so if you haven't seen it tugh, now you need to watch it or don't watch it at all you had plenty of time so um of course explosions happen and of course he of course captain kirk's on the radio scotty tell me you can beat up. i can only bring two of you do McCoy, Sp- McCoy and and and, and Spock. Spock. So he beans him up. And then, of course, there he is by himself. And, of course, he's running because the deity is starting to chase after him. He's right. hunting him down because mm-hmm. he wants to get in the last starship. And, of course, sure enough, <laughs> he's on the top of a tip of a mountain, right? And, of course, here comes the Klingon shit coming out of, you know, cloaked him. Yes. And he just nail. He shoots the deity. Of course, he just vanishes. So basically... That's, yeah, they shoot the little thing out of the bird of prey mouth. Yes. Shoots the the deity and he blows up. Oh,
1: really? That easy?
0: Yeah. Very simple. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, of course. But the they
1: didn't get uh, Kirk up.
0: No, not yet. Okay. Because there's Kirk. I knew it. <laughs> you Klingon
1: bastards. Yeah, he hated the Klingons. <laughs> it's it's the a big on. deal. You got to watch six and seven. Oh.
0: And yes. You, know, you Klingon
1: bastards. Actually, you start at three. With the Klingon thing, but yes, anyway. the Klingon thing. Yes, yeah, so he says his little infamous <laughs> thing
0: because it's always the Klingon <laughs> bastards. So he says that, and of course they beam him up. Actually,
1: two. No, that was somebody else. No, that's, that's Khan. Khan. Yeah, he wasn't yes, a Klingon. No, no
0: Klingons in, in in one or two. I don't think one either. But it's uh, been a while. Anyway,
1: that was Vichur.
0: Back to the main. That discussion. was Vichur.
1: Remember? Yes. That's hard Back hard to people.
0: the main. Back to the main one. Anyway, so of course he beams up. Next thing you know guess we just of course we forget the three hostages were who a Klingon a Romulan and a Terran that's what they were called Terran Terrans.
1: yeah because they're yeah earthlings type. earthlings are Terrans, yeah.
0: anyway whatever of course general cord well actually while they're they're being beamed up and Kirk's running around there's Spock taking over and, of course, there's General Cord, who's actually this guy's superior officer, and he has full of self-doubt now because he got the pain release, and he just saw that, oh, my gosh, what I believed in was garbage. Yes. So I'm weak. I'm just a tired old man. And then, of course, you hear Spock, damn you, sir. Damn you. You know, <laughs> you will try. You know. Yeah, so
1: he's going to go ahead. So and... sure
0: enough, next thing you know, there's General Cord, because Kurt thinks he's captured. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's captured. They're taking him straight to the bridge. And there's General Coyne. Sir, I want you to meet our gunner. So basically, the person who shot the deity was Spock. Oh, okay. That's cool. Am I blowing your mind with some of this? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the details. I look well, at the, movies. The thing is, uh, I was
1: just trying to get the cult part. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll I know. There. But that's why I didn't remember all these. Right.
0: Details. So, of course, you know, then there comes the friendship and stuff. And then, of course, afterwards, there's a party. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yes. So, in a nutshell, of course, this is where the reflection comes between the other two. Is there a real God? Because there's McCoy and then there's Spock. Because Spock is actually missing his brother. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a real God? And he's like, of course, he's out there. And that's where Captain Kirk says, of course, he's out there. Okay. He's in all of us. Okay. You know, and then you got the whole flashback. to da-da, And then, of course, they're back at the campfire in Yosemite. Yes. Except for Spock is now playing his little Vulcan harp, and I don't know everyone's gonna go. It's called the blah 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 blah. Sorry, guys, I'm not that much of a Trekkie.
1: To know what it was called. To know what
0: it was called, but he's sitting there playing. He's like, and of course, he's just filling with it. And there's Kirk. You gonna play that thing or what? <laughs> the next thing you know, you hear blum 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 bum dum 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 dum. Then they start singing, "Row row, row your boat." The oh, that's over. really cool. Yeah, it's very sweet. But anyway, back to the main topic is that. We can break down what happened for the most part in this movie in regarding cult leaders, cult followers, and cult doubters. Yeah. You know, and, and how you can be a cult doubter, start tinkering with it, and easily be persuaded. Mm-hmm. For example, you have Cybok, very inspirational, great speaker, positive motivator, yes. sense of self
1: he has a mission he has
0: a mission he tells you what's going on and he's really hands-on and he wants to help you help you Mm -hmm. help yourself help you help me help you (laughs) and okay and of course you know he gets a good following and what happens from a good thing to the mission to, to violence sets in because you think they went in there and all peacefully with guns? No, no. it
1: was. It, and another thing with with cults, it's like the ends justify the means. Yes,
0: and this was the ends that justify the means. Yeah, we're here not to kill you. We'll kill you if but you we don't, don't want to. We don't want to. Kind of
1: like the SLA. They exactly. said, "Hey, you know what? If you get in our way, we don't really want to kill you, but we but will. was that
0: one young man who liked to play baseball, and they kidnapped him with the vehicle in yes. the van." They let him go.
1: Right. But the mm-hmm. poor, uh, you know, Myrna Opsal, you know, she just happened to be in the way of the gun.
0: Exactly. And she got killed. Exactly. So, so, so yeah. you know, you, you have that. And then, of course, you have the cold father who's willing to do something that they are out of the normal right, train of thought.
1: But that's not part of what they were prior to. No.
0: They're completely yes. o- d- different uh, human being. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you have the doubters. Of course, that's that's Jack, Captain Kirk. But yes, then he can, he can you can.
1: He's the questioner, the doubter.
0: He's the, he's the one that everyone can easily be.
1: Yes, the but then of the course doubters. you know with with this um, life force, the Moses person, you know he he wanted to eliminate. him. Exactly. Just like cult leaders want to eliminate those the who doubters. ask questions.
0: Exactly, and then also you have McCoy, who mm. is one of those who is. Emotionally shot, mm. you know, because he's he's he's, he's, yes. he's always emotionally shot in these movies, and also in the in the T V show. You know, he he's always you know value life, you know, yes. treasure it. It's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing, but at the same token, he can be easily swayed. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what happened when you know share your pain with me. Yes, and you know it showed it, and he got hooked, he got hook, line, and singer. Then you have the intellectuals. Now, the intellectual, Spock, mm-hmm. who's all about logic, looks at it, and, you know, the curiosity's there. Yes. But you're willing to be hanging around just to kind of see what happens kind of thing, and then you'll be able to make up your mind whether it's legitimate or not. hmm Okay? So, and that covers all three bases of humanity. Yes. So, it really kind of hits home, and, of course, to see Cybok himself being shown that he was duped himself oh yeah he was duped himself and he realized that you know what the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the or one, the one. Mm-hmm. so that plays into effect to where he feels that he has to make up for his sins mm-hmm. and be you know the he sacrificial lamb yeah exactly so, you know, it, it does kind of play a role in our genre of podcast. It's just that Hollywood also sees this as well. And there's other movies. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of other movies that, that Hollywood has done in the past. Now, I don't think they do so much. But in the past, they've actually done a very good job of actually presenting something to where people can actually look at not just Christianity or Buddhism or whatever religion you want to throw out it it shows that that it's there and it's it's something that people talk about it's something that people have interest in, and it's something that that there there's something there for somebody
1: mm-hmm. so Okay, well, um, this kind of is going to segue right into our next. Group.
0: It is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there so was there was w- a purpose and a reason for doing Star Trek 5 So do Star we want 5, to the Final wait Fincher.
1: for that announcement? Uh, uh, yes,
0: we will wait for that announcement. Uh, but I guarantee you, it does Star Trek has does do play with a with role. It does, it, does. it does play a role. But on that note, good night, Holly.
1: Good night, Carl.